0: You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. We have a really big shoe tonight.
1: Yes, folks, we have a big shoe on every night because I got big, (laughs) fat feet. (laughs) Welcome, folks, to Geekiest Show Ever, episode 212. Same forwards as backwards, just like us. Yes, and coincidentally, that also
0: happens to be the... uh, The main highway that runs through Clark Highway 212 runs all the way across South Dakota.
1: Oh, very nice, very good. Yes,
0: and you know, as long as we're you know, I'm uh, nerding out or you know, uh, you know, going into Rain Man syndrome here. um, The school district that I work for is um, what is it now? It's not 212. It's oh, now I got to look it up. I know it's uh, (laughs) uh, 212, but I got to look up. I don't remember the combination now.
1: See, now uh, you, you interrupted. I was going to break into on the road again. The life <laughs> I love is on the road again.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. No, it sounds like you got run over on the road, dude. Uh-huh.
1: Well, folks, you might notice that you're just hearing the, the witty banter of the duet known as Mike and Kevin. That's because Mr. Green Tree is still having some... Issues, as we like to say, and could not join us tonight. So we thought we'd we'd bring you just our witty banner since we didn't bring you any witty banner last week. Um, And that was upon mutual agreement uh, across parties. But hopefully Mark will be back with us next week. He's he's planning to. Uh, But before we get very far into the show, I have to do, as the public demands, and Mark hates, (laughs) the one, the only... The world famous weather report, and we have once again a guest weather report from oh the from the lovely, ever so lovely, Elisa Paselli, the angel that podcasts with us. And uh, let's see, she said the uh, this past week in upstate New York it was warm, <coughs> high reaching eighty, wonderful degrees. Cold front came through Friday night with winds and rain. Cooler temps this week, but getting back to the seventies <coughs> by Thursday. So it sounds like Elisa's enjoying the weather, not. (laughs) So and and for me here, we actually have a frost advisory for tonight uh, because it's supposed to dip down into the low thirties possibly. And for Mark, he's currently enjoying seventy degrees Fahrenheit. So
0: and uh, we had our frost warning yesterday, but I think we barely missed it. We got down to uh, um, I think thirty four. Uh, is as low as we went, but um, we uh, I think this next week is going to be in the 60s seventies i want to say
1: uh, yeah i think sixties here's the long range forecast too so and then next week if we can get really miserable it 's going to be like seventy five eighty
0: uh no that's that 's nice and we 've got two days of school left um Okay, is in the sixties, seventies by the end of the week, so we got Monday and Tuesdays, the last two days of school, then we start you know the kids start summer vacation, we start summer work schedule, which to me is kind of a vacation because not a lot of people around. I prefer to do I prefer to work i pr- prefer to do projects over cleaning. Cleaning is just kind of mind numbingly boring, but projects are different and you have to plan and execute, and sometimes things go caca. And so then you get the adrenaline rush of, okay, before this turns into a crash and burn, what do I need to do to fix things? And so, you know, it's the adrenaline rush of pulling off a, you know, planning and executing a project and pulling it off and having freaking bragging rights about, hey, (laughs) I did that. Shut up. (laughs) Get off my (laughs) floor, you kids.
1: Yeah. Now we've, uh, you know, talking about the weather, we had an interesting. I think it's rained 12 out of the last 14 days here. We wish. I, I, I Something like that. I mean, it just it's rained. We've had rain for days. We had, uh, as the cold front was starting to move through yesterday, we had uh, some torrential rains a couple different times. Uh, and I had been out, I'd taken, uh, the kids and I had gone out in the van and we'd come back and... Uh, we'd left the one of the side doors to the van open. Fortunately it wasn't raining at that time, but about two hours later a gully washer came through. And of course <laughs> it- the side of the van that was open was the side the rain was coming from. So we have a wet we had a very wet back seat and a very wet carpet.
0: <laughs> well, okay, see no Take you take your lemons and make it in the lemonade. You had your carpet washed, and the uh door was open, so you could make a lunge inside and
1: get out of the rain uh yeah, no, I wasn't real pleased <laughs> with that we did We did manage to go outside and uh sop it out with take beach towels and soak up a good bit of it. Fortunately, the one carpeted floor mat seemed to take the worst of it besides the side of one seat. But then uh, this morning we opened the van back up, and with the wind that we've had, because we had a lot of wind the last couple of days, it's been really windy. Uh, I mean, steady 15, 20-mile-an-hour winds almost constantly. Uh, That seems to have dried almost everything completely out. So we we seem to be in the clear at this point.
0: Well, yeah, and you see, I have... uh... You know, I, I am a man of certain you know means here, uh, which means that I can go up and get the uh, carpet cleaner from the uh, uh, high school and the wet vac and that stuff, and I would just do that. And
1: um, yeah, if my wet dry vac worked, that's what I would have done. But it's screwed up right now, I haven't bothered to fix yeah. it.
0: <laughs> well, and. You know, in my show notes, I have uh, something about purchase, but this is another purchase I made, which I think would make uh, our mutual friend Allison Sheridan happy. A couple of weeks ago, I bought a pressure washer.
1: Ooh, that's all, Ooh. that's better than my compressor.
0: Ooh, yeah, because this, you know, I can. It's a. Um, if I remember correctly, I think it's a 1900 psi one. I haven't wow. gotten it out of the box yet. But I want something good um, because I've used a pressure washer a lot when I worked out. my former place of employment, the uh, potato chip factory. Used a pressure washer a lot to get things clean, and so it becomes your buddy. And I so I know a lot about uh, you know psi, and um, I got to see what it's got for tips. I hopefully it's got a rotary tip to it. A lot of them you'll know, have like the fan tip, but this rotary tip it takes a stream, but then it spins it in a circle, so you get Scrubbing. the intense. Scrubbing, yeah, so then you get this intense um um you know it looks like you have a swirl pattern on there, but you have this really intense stream that gets us really hard a lot of pressure in one area, but then you it's rotating around so you can move it, and if you move it in a you know a good enough uh, speed or a slow enough speed, you can cover it'll take off a lot of stuff, paint included,
1: yeah, no, yeah I've seen it a friend of mine said uh, he got a pressure washer rented one to clean his deck before he stained it. He said it took all the stain in the wood right off. <laughs>
0: He had All it set wood.
1: awesome. He had it set a little too high, so he had a his deck went from smooth or rough from the stain that was coming off to really rough from where he eaten away chunks of the wood. With
0: yeah, you got to watch that. That can get it can uh, you know go from uh, hero to zero really quickly.
1: Yeah, I uh, I've used my father in law has one uh, a few years ago when we had waited we had let the deck go a little too long between stainings. I needed to really scrub it good uh, before we, before it got stained. So I got the pressure washer and and I cleaned it. It was, it's a gas powered one, you know, so this is oh, yeah. a great big thing. And I, you know, I just had too much fun using that thing, but well, I had it I, that good and clean.
0: Well, because, uh, I got an, uh, an electric one because I, um, want to take it to school. There's a few things that we need to clean up there. And I thought I'd be a nice guy and take the pressure washer in and see if we can get it cleaned up. And then maybe the school will see the wisdom of getting their own. But, um, and I know this year there was, <laughs> I don't envy the school, uh, superintendent's job because her and I are friends. So we talk. And so I know that she had, uh, so much money and a lot of things to spend it on. Um, and some things got bumped up. Uh, we're getting new bleachers this year. We wanted to wait another year or two, but they're getting so bad that, uh, we're going to, they got moved up. And so she's got a lot of money to spend things on. So if that, I'll be a nice guy, I'll bring my pressure washer in this year, but hopefully next year we can find some funds and, and it's only a hundred dollar pressure washer, so it's not the most expensive thing in the world. But if it works, it works.
1: Yeah, no, the one I've never what the one my father in law has this is but it's a pretty it's a pretty potent sucker. I mean it's it's got a four horsepower or five horsepower uh gas engine on it, so it'll, yeah. It'll definitely crank out the water. It it took some of the grass right off the ground. Well,
0: and you see, I really wished we had the one that I used out to the uh, potato chip plant because that was a, uh, uh, it was electric powered, but it had propane a propane heater on it, so you could generate uh, steam and hot water. Oh, that's cool. Oh no, it's very hot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so, but I'm so pump. Pump, <laughs> yeah. But because uh, when you're taking grease off of uh, like a fryer or something like that, you want it hot and you want it uh, a lot of pressure to it, so. Um, and that thing, you would do, you know, a wonderful job. You throw in some magic chemicals in there, and you could really eat through some nasty, nasty grease we and used, skin.
1: We used to have. Uh, it's funny. There was uh, there was in, in the for the utility I work for. There's a hydrant. I don't know if it still exists. That was called Super Plug. <laughs> and the reason it was called Super Plug is because it was sat right off the 24 inch high pressure main that filled the water system. One of the guys at work one day decided that he wanted to clean the muck off his truck. So they <laughs> they turned on the super plug, and he pulled up beside it. And when he pulled away, the driver's side door was completely caved in. <laughs> it was clean. Oh, yeah. But it was yeah. caved in. Boy, he had to go back and explain that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got to watch those things sometimes. But, uh, yeah, because, you know... We all have Tim Allen syndrome, or uh, yeah, you know, more power. But sometimes more power is not always good.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, just just so people can kind of understand this. Uh, many years ago, one time when they were building some new new stuff in our area, they were supposed to be doing some test borings, and they accidentally bored through the main. <laughs> and, and I mean, again, this this is a twenty four inch diameter water main under super high pressure because it has to pump water. Uh, it was like 17 miles, I think, to the furthest point of the system at that point, maybe 20. And I got down there. They had already shut it down, but the pressure was so high in the line, you could, we pulled up from about a quarter of a mile away, you could see the water shooting up into the air, about 130, maybe 150 feet. And I don't mean a little stream, folks. I mean, this looked like a hydrant... The big end of a hydrant turned sideways like in the movies where they show them knocking off hydrants in the water which is fake folks and I can explain <laughs> that at some point if you want but um but it, I mean it was shooting up there. and then, of course once it finally settled down and we could get close to it and see what happened not only had it torn up the road torn up where they had drilled through it the poor farmer's field on the other side of the road he lost an area of about 150 by 150 square feet from where the water was arcing at just an ever so slight angle and just completely washed out his corn crop in that area. Oh yeah.
0: Well, and then this is same, but different. You, you talked about uh, that arc and taking out stuff. Um, we were down in our boiler room at the school there the other day, and we have a new tech guy there. And I was telling him and uh, enlightening him with some of the stories that happened around there. And uh, once upon a time, the, um, um, gateway for the uh, internet was down there in the boiler room and so the internet went out one day and we went down there and it was wet and we couldn't figure out where the water was coming from and we could because we could feel the water I mean you could feel the moisture there you just couldn't so we're walking around waving our hands in the air and finally we narrowed it down and there was a copper pipe that was about 15 feet away that was only about five years old at that time had developed a pinhole leak in it at just the right angle, just the right height, and just the right degree of rotation, there that it just shot right out and right on top of that, uh, the uh, the gateway for the or the modem or whatever for the uh, the internet for the school there and took it out. I mean, if I had sat there with a tape measure and a protractor and everything and tried to figure out where I needed to drill that hole to get it to hit that thing with, you know, 300, it could have gone uh, 360 degrees around on that pipe. It was just the right height, just the right place to take out the internet.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. What water <laughs> can do some interesting things. So
0: yes. And copper pipe. That's only five years old. Shouldn't have done that, but that's a different story.
1: Yeah. 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 It shouldn't, but, uh, that's folks. We're not, this isn't the uh, geekiest water show ever, but, uh, we just <laughs> thought that we'd share that a little bit. Um, But uh, I wanted to talk this week, uh, one of the things I want to talk about, and I want to send out a big thank you, about my new old gadgets. Uh, I think I put it out on Twitter, I can't remember. My friend Jim was kind enough. My kids have been getting into retro gaming, and we actually found a Game Boy Color that we purchased at a local gaming store. They'd gotten it in used and was in really nice condition. So uh, my oldest bought that. Well, then everybody else was wanting something. Well, I had talked to my friend Jim about this, and he shows up Monday, hands me another Game Boy Color and a Game Boy Advanced SP. I mean, mm. and they're in perfect condition. He had bought these, and he I don't think he used them a whole lot, but they're in perfect working condition. They're beautiful. So a big thank you to Jim. <laughs> Huge thank you. I was the hero. My my <laughs> my son was beside himself when I came home and handed him the Game Boy Color uh, Monday evening. He was like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> where did you get this? Where? And I, so he was just, he's ecstatic. And he and my oldest daughter have just been playing and playing and playing and playing Game Boy games. We've actually had to go twice now. To the game store, and they've been buying old Game Boy games. Original mm. game, because the original Game Boy games will play in the Game Boy color. Okay. So,
0: yeah, and you see, we've got an old Game Boy around here somewhere that we bought, oh boy, yeah, 30 years ago, I suppose. Uh, 25, 30 years ago, somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, and uh, my daughter got it out a few years ago and was playing, and I think it's still in pretty good condition. And I think we got Legend of Zelda. Kirby
1: Legend of Zelda, I think. No,
0: I gotta remember that. What's the one where you have to rescue the princess?
1: There's a couple of them, yeah. Well, yeah, I you should've... need to find out what cartridge that is. <laughs> uh, maybe we I need got to, that wrong. We, we need to talk finances. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my! Hey, I could maybe pay for my new purchase that uh, we'll talk about here eventually. I don't think you want to pay that much. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I got to remember now. I know it's the one where you have to go and uh, no Final Fantasy. I think that's the one. Okay. All right. No. Yeah. Uh, and we got a couple others. I got to remember. What they, I think maybe there's a racing game. I haven't played it in so long. I think we got it stored in a popcorn tin somewhere.
1: Yeah. Now they they're a lot of fun. I've been playing the Game Boy Advanced SP, um, and it's a lot of fun because it's rechargeable. The Game Boy Colors use double A batteries. Um, So they're and one is the the ones the kiwi green they call it which is a really bright green the other one's a translucent kind of purple color so you can see all the electronics inside of it so Mm. and they're like I said they're near mint condition so again a big thank you to Jim for that but uh, yeah we've been doing that and matter of fact I found some Xbox games because I still have my original Xbox I found another controller for it because I'd had one go bad. And I found a couple games that I didn't have for it. Of, of games that I wanted, they had a crap ton of games. Um, so I bought uh, I bought another game for it. So we've been doing some serious retro gaming. And mm. even though the graphics aren't as great, it still looks cool to play that on a forty eight inch television. Fire <laughs> that fire that Xbox up!
0: Wow, I'm just trying to picture that though. Um, it doesn't look. The because I'm I'm trying to remember what the Xbox had for you know graphics it doesn't um, look that bad though though huh?
1: no it's not too bad I mean again it's circa what 2002 2003 in there. well I got it in 2003 okay or no I got it in 2002 and it was had been out for probably oh I don't know a year or so at that point so um but yeah it still works and you know we've been having a blast playing some of the games. We were actually playing Indiana, the Indiana Jones game I have, and everybody was getting frustrated because it's a hard game. Oh, my. So you know it's like, damn, yeah. You, know, <laughs> you know these are games that are ten, fifteen years old, and we're having trouble playing them. So, but mm. I mean, I, I fall back to some of the classics. Like I played a little bit of Halo or something like that, or uh, we were playing Namco Museum, which had a lot of like Galaga and asteroids and all kinds of pac-man different versions of pac-man and stuff on it so it was fun we've been we've been really doing some serious retro gaming and then jim to come up with this stuff it just made it you know that much better so we, we we've we been quite retro here
0: yeah and i've thought about going to uh good old games and uh they've got some of those games that that you can play on modern computers they uh wrapped them in, put them in a wrapper or something like that. Or did something so that they'll run on modern computers. And, um, shoot, I'm trying to remember some of the games that um, I played. Um, uh, Shoot, now my mind is failing.
1: What's really fun is I've seen some games ported over to iOS that were old computer games. Like one I had, my wife and I used to play all the time, called Seventh Guest was the game, and it's on iOS, actually. I still have it on my iPad. Um, but it's really fun when they take those games and port them over to iOS or even something else to get to play them. And that was the other thing. The game store, uh, before somebody asked, the game store that we've been going to, I think it's a local chain only, is called Press Start Games. Uh, they have at least three stores within a half hour of my house, maybe 40 minutes to go to the furthest one. Um, but uh, they have a lot of stuff. They even have this console, and I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. But it's a console that you can take, and you can play NES, SNES, Sega Genesis, and I think GameCube? No, or, 64, or NES 64, or Super Nintendo 64, whatever it is. It plays all these different games, and they still sell the cartridges. You can still buy the cartridges. They're used but they sell them and you can plug it into this I think it's called not namco I can't remember the name of the thing now it's about 80 bucks for this thing and uh, you can plug it in and play any it has different slots for the different types of cartridges I mean they're even selling Atari 2600 cartridges at this place
0: Oh my um yeah cuz you know some of that stuff is cool and I'm trying to rack my brain here cuz I know there was one that I played that you were you played the part of a uh, a god and um You uh there was opposing gods, you the good and the evil or whatever. And so you had to do things to like terraform the land and do things to encourage your followers to follow you, and then you had to do things to destroy the other guy, um so that their people would convert and follow you. I'm drawing a blank on the name. It was and basically you were just like creating oceans and building up land and making mountains and you could send some natural disasters along. By today's standards it wasn't you know, overly complicated, but I still found it kind of amusing. And
1: definitely not, not SimCity or anything like that. No,
0: no. Although the, I did see that they had Caesar 3 in here, which is another one, and the Railroad Tycoon games. I see them. Um, those I always like those games to play. Um, but like I said, I'm just blanking on the. Uh, uh, maybe it's under strategy. It just bugs me now that I can't. Uh, <laughs> A drop, uh, you know, that kind of shit will drive you crazy. <laughs> oh, I know. And it's, uh, I well, even got the uh, original Tropico in here. Uh, and I did buy some, uh, it wasn't from, uh, Good Old Games. It was through, uh, I get, can't remember the name of the company right off the top of my head, but, um, the uh, Empire Earth games are not quite retro, but they're older games by today's standards. Um, so I'd bought them, and I haven't gotten around to playing them yet, but,
1: um, well, while you're looking for that, yeah. and we're talking about games, I that wasn't my only procurement this week. Besides uh-huh. going and buying old games, I bought myself another keyboard.
0: Oh, boy. Is this uh, turning into a um, USB-type addiction? Or Although, to admit, I will admit, I see keyboards, and I kind of go, ooh, 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 and then I manage to go, no, 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 most of the time.
1: Well, I mean, sitting right here where I am now, there are three keyboards Within less than arm's length from me. I have one of those I have the wireless Apple keyboard that I'm using. I have my Logitech keyboard mouse combo that I use with a, I can't use that the trackpad's on the wrong side Uh, uh, I have a combo that I use when I'm working from home that plugs into my work PC and then I also this week purchased, as I lean back and nobody can hear me this keyboard this okay. is the Logitech K 480 it was on special offer for $20 from Amazon and it lets you connect up to three Bluetooth devices and people are going so big deal well what I'm using it for is I now have it synced up and it has a little switch and I'll try to remember to put a link to it in the show notes folks it has a little switch that you set which device you want it to connect to. Runs on AA batteries. I don't know if Mike can see the little switch there, the little dial. Yep, yep. I'm then, familiar
0: with that when I've looked okay. at it.
1: And it's got a trough here on the top where I can set my phone and my iPad and just switch between them typing. And the other night I was texting a friend of mine and driving her absolutely bonkers because I could type and send text so quickly. Oh. <laughs> But I, I want to do that because it's nice to have a keyboard like this that I can set the phone in and the iPad, and I can set the iPad portrait or landscape and type in. And it's a nice weight keyboard. I was really surprised at how heavy it is. It's got a good weight to it. And even in the case that I have my iPad in, it fits in here fine and locks in just fine and sturdy and nice. I mean, I'm real happy with this keyboard. It's nice to type on. Lots of tech makes good keyboards. Oh, yes. They make very good keyboards. So, and
0: you see, I bought one. Um, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think it's a Logitech. It's a uh, it's a Bluetooth. Uh, it's got a rechargeable battery, and it. it doesn't have um, the other batteries. And you can switch between three, uh, between three devices, not with the switch like that. But I got it because it's an actual uh, Apple keyboard. It's got the little uh, Apple symbol down there.
1: That one does too. It has where okay. if you it knows that like the control key has the extra symbol on it and the command yep. for command and all that, so it does well, have that.
0: And so I got that one, and I'm going to use that with my MacBook because you know I've been bemoaning that the uh, uh, was it the E through O letters on the top row there don't work. So I'm going to use that with it um, so that I can keep using my. My MacBook and still be able to type on it. You got to have carrier on the keyboard, which is irritating. But I'm not going to give up on the computer because the computer itself is fine.
1: Well, you could get some ointment for the irritation, but you know. <laughs> but I but I'm pairing it with my iPhone. I'm pairing it with one of my iPads, and then I'm also going to pair it with my Android phone. Uh, that way, I can set all. I think I can get all three in the in the trough at one time. So I can just be multitasking my little heart out, you know, across three, 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 uh tablet tablet-type devices. You and may just wear that thing out, you know. Yeah, but it's so fun. you know. I my, know. my wife walked by and what the hell are you doing? I said, well, I could text here. I could be typing on my iPad, you know, typing up a paper or doing a spreadsheet or something like that and then I can just be annoying people in general from my Android phone. So, I mean, I've got the full spectrum of annoyance and productivity all in one place now.
0: <laughs>
1: awesome. You brought all
0: your uh, joys together. All I got to do is all it needs now is a USB port on there, and you'll have it made. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll Lord. just get, get on that, that right away. Well, you, you, did, that, you did not see the look
0: in Kevin's face. It was downright scary.
1: Well, you know, I did see a. there's a... a Jim again showed me this thumb drive that they make. I might have to buy one. I noticed Staples has them on special this week, so big big surprise if I buy one. But <laughs> it has USB on one side and micro USB on the other side, so you could literally just plug it into the bottom of your phone and access the storage on it that way.
0: Right. Well, and you know, in my quest, quest to keep buying gadgets and keep the US tech economy going, I bought a um, Wi-Fi hard drive um.
1: Yeah, a portable. It's over there. Do you want me to show it to you? I don't think the show can. I don't think we we've got an R rating. It'll get really bad really quickly.
0: <laughs> but it's uh, it'll set up a Wi-Fi hotspot. Um, and you can plug it in, so it's USB three, so you can plug it in and copy files over directly, or you can turn it on and it'll set up a Wi-Fi hotspot. It's got battery supposed. To, uh, you can charge it up. Supposed to run, I think, for six hours or something like that. So. um We'll drop uh, a link
1: to it in the show notes for me, and I'll put it in the uh, put it or drop okay. it into the notes, the show notes, and I'll put it in the actual podcast notes when I put them out. So, okay. Um, so yeah, Mike and I have been doing our best this week to keep the economy rolling right along here. So
0: well, and you know to make sure that it's really going along because uh, this is what uh, what I was teasing in the show notes here. Uh, I've made a purchase. I I I went to OWC. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, I was looking there and I came across something. I just couldn't let it go. I bought a 2012 Mac Mini. <gasps> oh! Yes. Server edition. Ta-da! 16, 16 gigs angels. of memory. Uh, one terabyte spinning hard drive with a 256 uh, SSD in it.
1: Very cool. Yes. Is um, it there? Huh? Is it there yet? It'll be here Wednesday. Are you going to use it for a door prop like Mark Shepard does?
0: <laughs> no, Mark, could it. Uh, no, I'm going, and so this is why, because it all kind of ties back to that keyboard that I was talking about, because now I'm going to use that, because right now I'm using my MacBook Pro as a desktop uh, computer, because I don't carry it around that much, but I'm going to use the Mac Mini for my desktop, and then I'm going to take my MacBook Pro, and I'm going to – the spinning hard drive in it uh, is bad, and I've never really done much with it. But I do have a replacement here that's been sitting here for about a year. So I don't know if that's as bad as a Mac Mini in a box somewhere. But um, it's been sitting here. So uh, I just got to take the time to swap out that the new hard drive put in the uh, – replace the old one i think i'm going to install windows on there probably do a boot camp so i'll keep mac on the uh, ssd i'll put windows on the spinning hard drive and it's going to become my game computer because i've been kind of wanting something so i could go out in the backyard or if we do travel or something i can take my games with me and play them and i figure as a gaming computer it won't do too bad i mean it's not going to be the best but it's an uh quad core i7 um let's see here and it's got the uh uh amd radeon hd what is that I'm trying to read through freaking progressive lenses 6750 uh uh graphics card with one gig of memory in it so that's not
1: terrible no, that, that's that's not bad at all that's no you're approaching the standards of what uh, my iMac is there
0: Right. Well, because I spent a fair amount of money. I had a fair amount of money when I bought the MacBook. And like I said, I put an uh, SSD in it a uh, while ago, And but then that stupid keyboard went uh, wonky on me. And so I've just been using it up here. But like I said, I'm going to take that Bluetooth that I got, a uh, keyboard, and so I can use it as, you know, a laptop. But like I said, I just got to carry on a stupid keyboard. But um, and I'm going to. I don't know if I'm going to get another Steam controller for that or I do have a gamepad. Game, no, there would be more stuff to hold on. A gamepad and a trackball because that's the way I like to play uh, if I'm not using a controller. So like I said, I'm debating upon getting another Steam controller so I can keep one down here on my big computer when I want to sit back in my easy chair and play games and then have something that I can take with me um, for my MacBook, either another Steam controller or that gamepad and a
1: trackball. Well, no, I applaud the Mac Mini because those those are the ones that you can easily put memory in. Yep. Uh, they're not too bad for putting a hard drive in, as I've been told, if you have to replace the hard drive. And that was before they neutered the CPU in them and took out yes. the, the quad cores.
0: Yeah, last of the great uh, Mac Minis. Now watch Apple turn around at their event in June and so- say, and do a big mea culpa and say we sorry we're sorry we screwed up the Mac Mini we're gonna make them even better and I'm gonna be sitting there banging my head against the table but you know um, like I say I just couldn't let uh, this one uh, go because it was just um, and it was about 1100 bucks which I didn't think was too bad um,
1: no not for it's it, not for the configuration you're talking about no
0: and you know it's used but they it's in good they say it's in good condition um, so I don't know that. Um, you know, the only thing, and I know the you know, it's going to be for any of the Mac minis, it's got the Iris, um, no, it's got the Intel, not the Iris. The Iris graphics is in the new Mac minis. It's got the Intel 4000, so, you know, I know I won't be able to use it for a gaming computer or not much of a gaming computer, unless I'm playing some, you know, classic games on it that's not going to push it too hard. So I know I won't be able to game on it, but that's why I've got my big HP over there, which, you know, isn't... It plays games good enough. I mean, some gamers may look at it and, you know, sneer, but it plays what I want well enough. So, um, I don't have any problems with it.
1: No, that's pretty cool. I'm, uh, I like that. Actually, I think you can put more than 16 gigs in it. I think Apple recommends 16 Macs, but usually that means you can go even further than that.
0: Right. Well, and I've got eight in my MacBook, and I don't have any, uh, issues with it. So, um, I, yeah.
1: Well, I mean, it's just like uh, my iMac here, I think, is rated to max is 16, but people run 32 in these all the time. So, I mean, you can you might be able to push it a little bit higher. Um, OWC, oddly enough, will tell you that you can push it a little higher most <laughs> of the time um, because Apple generally rates them lower for uh, who knows what reason. I don't know.
0: Um, well, I think it, they're... <clears throat> protecting themselves probably same reason and this is why i didn't really like using my macbook as a laptop because of the battery in there they recommend that you unplug the battery uh, unplug the cable the charging cable and so on, run it on battery well if you're playing games about you know an hour and you can zap your battery down pretty good but um because i found out when my battery uh died on me, and I was just going to use his laptop. I couldn't figure out why this thing was so tremendously slow, and it was really starting to just piss me off, something terrible. And then I started Googling, and they said, oh, well, when the, uh, it detects, because it got to the point where the battery is so bad, it, just, it, it was listing as no battery, so it'll, they'll cut their CPUs in half, or cut the, uh, the yeah, they'll slow down the processor, hmm. because it doesn't have a, uh, it doesn't detect battery. So Uh-oh. once I put a new battery in it, so I bought a new battery and an SSD at the same time, and, man, this thing just took off and flew. I couldn't believe, you know, the difference that both of those things made. Okay, um, it I, was stand, just astounding.
1: I stand corrected. Max is 16 gigs in a 2012 Mac Mini. Okay. So I, I stand okay. corrected.
0: Well, like I say, I saw it, and I've been... Because my son uh, had bought one of the Mac Minis before the great gutting, and um, <laughs> it's a great gutting. <laughs> great gutting, yes. Uh, neutering, whatever you want to call it. Um, and so he's um, using it as a server, uh, running different virtual machines on it. Um, and he uh, only has eight gigs, or he wants to put more memory in it. I know, and he did go and put a, uh, I think an SSD in it. And I don't think he he did it without watching the videos. And I think he said he, um, the IR. Uh, the infrared uh, reader, I think he got broken, but he doesn't use anything that's infrared anyway, so that doesn't make much much difference. So.
1: Well, that's kind of like the uh, I/O <laughs> cable that I broke when I was trying to when I replaced the battery in my MacBook Air, my 2008 MacBook Air, which is now starting to show the hinge is starting to wear out. It's part of it's cracked, so it, it's getting a little. I have to be a little more ginger with it than than we used to. Not that we were ever hard on it, but. I mean, I guess I can't complain, a computer that's eight years old, and it runs Windows 10 really nicely.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's why I think, you know, even though Windows is going to be running on a spinning hard drive, because all the games I have um, probably take up hmm, probably pretty close to half, or maybe not quite half, of a terabyte hard drive. Um, well, I don't know, I, I when I put the SSD in my HP over here, I put the uh, put the SSD in, and then I took the spinning hard drive out, put it in the enclosure, and left my games on there so I wouldn't have to replay. I guess I could copy everything's over, but I wanted it on a separate hard drive so it wouldn't be sucking up all my SSD space. And so I still got the operating system on there and some other, a few other things, but it's consuming about half the hard drive with all the games I downloaded plus everything else. So I just didn't think I wanted to try and cram that all onto a 512... Uh, SSD and then try to have to sit there. I don't want to have to sit there and manage uh, space all the time.
1: No, I can't blame you for that. That's that sucks when you have to go through and do that and 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 manage it. Although I think uh, the modering the modering that's real good, Kevin. The <laughs> modern operating systems are getting a lot better about letting you um, like with the new MacBooks, uh, like the 13 inch. You can buy those little. Uh, they're, they're kind of like SD cards, but they're not quite like an SD card. Uh, they're special, and you can stick them in the SD card slot on those, and the you can, you can run a little bit. There's a piece of software that you run, and it just adds that to the overall storage of your MacBook. So, like, if you had a 256-gig SSD or maybe only 128 and you wanted to add another 64 gigs to it, easy peasy. You just plug that in, doesn't stick out hardly at all, and there you go. Or what a
0: person could do is if – to maybe speed up the spinning hard drive a little bit is put it in there and tell Windows to use it as a ReadyBoost to store um, their most – because I think there's still – I got one of my my Windows Server uh, computer over there. I put a ReadyBoost USB drive in it and it'll use it as uh, basically cachet or whatever. I think it'll store the most uh, the stuff you use most often over there so it doesn't have to go to the spinning hard drive all the time.
1: Yeah, well, you know, something else that I've pondered with or toyed with the idea is getting one of those Windows 10 laptops that are like about 150 bucks, and mm-hmm. they've got like a 32-gig SSD in them. It's a very small SSD and either 2 or 4 gigs of RAM, and they're But they're like ultrabooks. They're really light ultrabooks, and some people call them the current netbook of the age. Um, but most of them, it's easy. If you get an SS or a SD card and stick in them, I could make it a dual boot system. I could use Windows or put a, a Linux distribution on the SSD and flip back and forth really easily. Mm. Because most Linux distros will run real nice on, like, 64 gigs or even 32 gig SSD with no problem whatsoever, so.
0: Right. Well, and, um, you know, as long as we're kind of geeking out here, I also, my wife had a, before we both got these uh, Surface uh, tablets, she had a Dell i3, uh, yeah, uh, Core i3. With six gigs of memory in it and a spinning hard drive, and so she's not using that anymore. And I said, "Oh dear, can you know? Do you plan on using that?" And she said, "Well, no." And I said, "Okay, because uh, I'm thinking about taking that and maybe um, just splitting the spinning hard drive. Although I could maybe put it on a, I got 128 gig um, SSD, uh, um, no. SD card, and yeah, put it you, in there. yeah, you could
1: get because the, they're getting relatively cheap."
0: Yeah, oh, and so it... I could run Linux off the SD card, uh, which might be a little. F- you know, somebody out there with who actually knows something is probably screaming at me, telling me I'm an idiot. The uh, bus speed may not be any faster on an SD card yeah. than it would be for a spinning drive.
1: But depending on the age of the laptop, it may not be. You're exactly right there. Five.
0: Uh, I'm yeah, five or five years old. Uh, four years old, maybe. It's not. It's not a new one, but. Um, you know, it still might I be that way I wouldn't have to partition the hard drive. That's true.
1: Yeah, something that old at bus speed might be your impediment there as opposed to um Right. If it was a USB uh three or
0: something like that, and I'm not sure about the S D card, you know, I don't know if that standard has changed any. But yeah, certainly if it was like a you know, USB three versus US uh two that would be a different matter. So.
1: Well, it also depends on if it'll take the higher speed. Which, as basically, as you get bigger in SD card sizes, you get higher speed capabilities. That's what they kind of. That's one of the advantages to going up in the specs. Um, so, as we talked when we had Antonio on here, that camera that I bought my wife, I bought her a really high speed SD card for it because nothing's worse than taking pictures and waiting for the camera to finish writing it to the damn. Uh, sd cards wait i can't take another picture it's still writing <laughs> yeah
0: and i don't get the really fast ones but i get you know some of that aren't too bad i try to get um class oh, what six. Is it? uh or class i think i try to get class 10 class 10 is that getting, the fastest they're
1: they're getting up there yeah class 10s are the faster ones okay maybe it's class six i
0: get then um I get the ones that... I mean, I, I know I don't get the bottom of the barrel ones. I try to get ones that are decent. Yeah, I, I think it is Class 6 now that I think about it. But uh, um, I try to get some that aren't too bad.
1: Yeah, no, it's... Um, yeah, because you have SD, SDHC, and SDXC. So, right. and, and basically it's... And most of the time it's the size and the formatting and then the, the raw speed of them. So... Because you can get the SD X's up to two terabyte. Oh God, I wouldn't want to think what they'd want to charge for a two terabyte SD card.
0: <laughs> yeah, that might be just a tad, uh,
1: tad scary. But I need one. <laughs> I, well, I yeah, know is... I, I need a one terabyte thumb drive. <laughs> oh, Elisa, go find me one cheap. <laughs> she's always sending me deals her and Dorothy are always sending me deals to to enable me to go out and buy more more sd cards or more uh, enab- thumb drives i mean they're
0: enablers and they probably own stock in uh some uh uh drive company
1: or some solid uh, state or... me- some solid state memory company somewhere yeah that one
0: i i'm throwing links in the uh chat here so there's that oh. drive i was talking about
1: i guess I should open up the chat window then, huh?
0: Okay. And I put a page a link to the page on OWC where I got my Mac Mini. Now if you click on the one that I got, it doesn't bring up the description, but most of it's there in the page.
1: Oh, I was there. already over on MacSales.com while you were talking, looking at the files okay. that were available.
0: <laughs>
1: oh yeah. And then this one
0: I just threw in is that um uh, um uh, S D card, sixty four gigabyte S D card uh Drive expansion.
1: Yeah, TARDIS. That's the one I was thinking of.
0: Right, that sits uh, flush so you don't knock it out.
1: Yes. No, I know exactly. That's that's the one I was reading an article about it uh, just the other day again. So, yep, I know exactly which one you're talking about.
0: Okay. Yeah. And only ninety nine dollars.
1: Hmm. You need hmm. another one. I probably do. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Different distros of Linux.
0: Hey, don't laugh, at one time, and there was a uh, the the computer kid that I've mentioned before that had the computer shop set up in his house, we'd go over there, and one of his friends was mocking me one day because I had seven distros of Linux installed on one hard drive, you know, partitioned and everything. Why the heck do you need seven distros? Why not? It's fun. And that was back in the days when there was a lot more distinction because uh, I had, like, I uh, think Fedora on there, and I had... Uh, Ubuntu, and uh, probably, uh, what ones have I installed? I had on at one time, um, which is kind of an interesting uh, distro. Um, oh, shoot. Probably some uh, K- uh, KDE uh, version of some sort or another. Maybe, I just had different ones under.
1: Maybe Seuss?
0: Yeah, I think I had Seuss once upon a time. I know I've installed that. Um Oh, probably... Oh, shoot. It's been so long, My uh, a lot of this is escaping me. Um, oh. Yeah, and some of that's gone defunct now. There was one that was going to try and be... Uh, um, oh, shoot. What was
1: that one? Myth uh, TV uh, or something like that? Uh, oh, I've
0: tried... Well, I didn't there's try Myth that TV,
1: one. There's TV, there's Nopix, which is a yeah. hacker's toolkit. Oh, there's... Yeah. Um, PC Linux, which is a good one. There's Puppy Linux, oh, yeah.
0: PC um, Linux. That was one. Uh, there was one that was going to. They're, they're going to try and you know make it by selling. You know, I think that they were before their time, but they're going to basically have an app store and try to sell stuff. And I just don't think it took off because the problem with Linux people is they kind of expect a lot for free. Um,
1: and it's not a bad thing. I mean, that's kind no. of a, a yin and yang type of situation. Yeah.
0: I mean if you're trying making uh you know, if you're gonna try and make a go at it, it's kinda hard to sell you know, products to uh, these guys, but um but, you know, you can always do like uh what Red Hat's done with their uh Fedora. Um Fedora's a testing platform and the stuff that makes out of Fedora goes into Red Hat Enterprise and they, you know, sell that stuff. Um and I haven't you know and maybe I should go back and revisit Suze because I haven't uh I haven't looked at them in a long time.
1: Well, if you really want to know what's good going on in the Linux community, I always recommend people go over to distrowatch.com.
0: Oh, yeah, I've been there, and this kind of like, well, I'll take that one and that one and that one. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's why one of, my thumb, one of my many thumb drives is full of distributions of Linux that I've downloaded and uh, haven't had a chance to play around with yet. I, I had a bunch running in virtual machines on my Mac here, and then I had uh, my MacBook actually can triple boot it boots to OS seven, OS ten point seven. I think is the last version that was supported. Um, and then it also boot to Windows ten now, and it also boots into Puppy Linux. So I've got three. Well, I got Puppy Linux. Yeah.
0: Okay, well, that must really fly on that MacBook.
1: It does. It's faster than just hot snot on a doorknob.
0: Oh my! Uh, well, because I know that you know, Puppy's uh, Linux claim to fame is the fact that it's, it's for yeah, it's lightweight. Because I think I've had it on my little uh, netbook, which I still have back there, and I'm trying to justify <laughs> using it. I like it. I just don't know what to do with the poor thing. But uh, and I've got um, uh, Lubuntu on that uh, LDXE uh, desktop version, which is supposed to be L-X- small like, LXDE. LXDE. There we go. Lubuntu. Uh, yeah, Lubuntu or something along that line. Um, so I've got that on there, and I should fire it up and boot it up and do something. And I did put a two fifty six SSD in there, thinking that it would kind of you know help it along a little bit. Um, it does to a certain extent, but again, I just I do all this stuff, but I just don't quite know what to do with. it. I mean, I thought about coding, but I don't know what I want to code or you know anything like that. Or I don't know. I have all these dreams. I just don't know what to do with them. I have the dreams, I just don't have the
1: time to do as much of it as I'd like to. You know, my family seems to want me to be around at times, you know, and uh, they seem to want me to do the few chores that I do around the house, and they've gotten used to living indoors, and they like eating, so I have to go to work. (laughs) Yeah, silly work. Yeah, yeah, so it's, you know, it's just one of the many challenges that we face as modern geeks. Well,
0: I've got the time. Like I say, I just don't know what... uh, what to do, uh, you know, what I would like to say, but I, I, I like Linux. I like, and you know, it's gotten a lot easier because I remember back in the day when you had to go in there and uh, tweak config files and oh, download God, yes. drivers. And, yes. And um, especially on that uh, netbook that I had because that had that, um, oh, shoot, it had a different graphics card in it. And it finally took them a while. Linux will support a lot of stuff eventually. And I think it's finally gotten to the point now where I think a lot of distros will support that graphics card, which uh, the name is—I'm is, blanking on it. It's an Intel uh, graphics card of some sort. But um, it took them a while to finally support that, and so you'd have to go in there and download a driver and do some tweaking and roll up your sleeves and you know get geeky in there. So I've done my time on a command line and uh, things oh, like yeah. that. So yeah,
1: yeah, we've we, yeah we both talked about we've served the time on the command line. Yes. We've done our time on the front lines. That's it. Okay. I, there's got to be a song
0: in there, you know, working on the command line. That just doesn't roll
1: 16 off. commands and what do you get? Another day <laughs> older and a computer that won't boot. I don't
0: <laughs> No, you get app Get.
1: <laughs> oh, ah, What do you app get?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Now we're – a lot of people are going – I think they finally just blew a fuse, and they're just going, rawr, 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 yeah, because app get and what? Yeah. Uh, yes.
1: So so, 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 folks, that might be the appropriate place for us to step off the train this week. <laughs> oh, my. Just don't step in front of the train. Yeah, that hurts really badly. I've been there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, folks, um, uh, we hope you've enjoyed the show. I hope you enjoyed hearing about all the stuff Mike and I purchased. I can't wait to hear more about his Mac Mini, and I expect a mm-hmm. full review after you receive it.
0: Yes, and this will become my... Uh, uh, I, I, do, I don't mind uh, podcasting from the tablet here, but I always have to remember to set it up and get it ready and all this stuff. So I think I'm going to switch back to my Mac Mini being my podcast machine. And since we do like our video chat, i made another purchase, uh, and I've gotten the um, C920 uh, webcam... Ooh, to go on it. Yes. Very
1: nice. Very Yes.
0: Uh, well, and that's one of those things that, you know, uh, I pride myself on being Scotch. So I had these two $10 gift certificates from Target. And um, and then they were having free shipping too. So I got it at a nice reduced price. Um, and so, like I say, then you'll have me and, you know, and I'll have it set so you won't be looking up my nose, which you'll be grateful for. So you'll be looking straight <laughs> at my face.
1: Um We we, we have an interesting angle on on Mike's video.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's similar to what a proctologist might see, but, you know, whatever.
1: On his face, folks, on his face. Let's be clear on that. (laughs) 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 Oh, no, it's not that low. (laughs) Not that low, people. No, can you go? Um, (laughs) But, yeah, I can't wait to hear more about your adventures with it and all that. So that should be cool. Yeah,
0: and, you know, just and you know, I'll probably should get a second job with all this crap that I'm buying, or I could probably, like, I don't know, say no.
1: Ah, Why don't you get Julie to teach you how to code?
0: She's so butt-deep in uh, that stuff right now, I don't think she'd have time to teach me, because, you know, we're we're still doing Sci-Fi Tech Talk, but it's just kind of, uh, you know, between her, uh, uh, we all have weird schedules. Jeff works at a nuclear power plant, so he's like, I forget what it is like—twelve-hour shifts, and then sometimes it's evening, sometimes it's night. Uh, my schedule for the summer is finally going to straighten out. I'll be working five um, thirty in the morning, two o'clock at night, so I have afternoons and evenings free. But then Julie's just freelancing, so all bets are off there. So, uh, and I know she's doing lots of work because she's had the—we had to the rearrange her. Uh, re- schedule things a few times just because things came up and she had to deal with them so i don't think she's got time to uh, teach me how to code although um it, there might be times when she might welcome a second coder but uh it might cut in the profit margin too but,
1: yeah um, that's true yeah. Well, you know if you want to know what kind of language to learn you ought to go over to i, I can i'll find the link for you and send it to you life hacker had a link to an article where you could take there was a little test and you answered about 10 questions, and it would recommend the language that you should take up the first time you're uh, huh. learning code. For me, it was Python. Uh, again, I'm not a first-time coder. I said it before. I've programmed in BASIC. I've programmed in COBOL, RPG, uh, Fortran. God help me. Uh, you know, and some of those other older languages, but, the you know, and, C, and uh, Visual Basic... A uh, little bit of C+, a little bit of uh, Perl script, but, you know, I really haven't kept up my coding skills, so.
0: Well, and I've done BASIC, and I've done Pascal. Uh, I always found that kind of interesting. That's, you know, it would be interesting to take that test and see, because I like something that's kind of, uh, I don't know if I'm using the correct terms, but I call it kind of object-oriented, or, you know, you create your little, I it's the... Uh, toolkit scenario where you create all these small programs and reuse the code and plug them in uh so you don't have to keep rewriting things right. all yeah. the time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. You're right. Uh, but uh Python's a really clean and efficient language. Um uh, I actually have a local acquaintance or friend, I will call him, that is really big in Python. And I swear to god he can make he can turn a 200 or, or 5000 line uh program from, say, Visual Basic into 10 lines of Python or something out and make it uh, all work. You know, he just he's just yeah. very efficient and very good coder. He's, he travels around the world a lot speaking on it, so.
0: okay, And I've tried C, but man, that's just one hostile language.
1: Swift isn't too bad. It's You know, if you want to do it strictly on the Mac, Swift is really good mm. for, for an introductory language. And there's lots of mm. tools out there to support it, so. Give it a thought. Anyway, folks, like I said, we're going to wrap up the show this week. We hope you enjoyed it. We thank you for, for being here. Mike, why don't you tell the folks where I'm sure they have no idea how to find you where they can <laughs> find you.
0: Right. Well, I've already mentioned uh, Sci-Fi Tech Talk at talk dot com. But then I also, um, uh, from time to time, I'm on Twitter. I'm at uh, DSC Chipman there. And I, the other things that I get around to doing occasionally, if I ever quit playing Borderlands, um, is, you can find at About dot me uh, slash Mike McPeak. That's M C P E E K.
1: Thank you, folks, and go over and have a listen to Sci-Fi Tech Talk. It's their fault I'm watching dark matters and I started rewatching the original Battlestar Galactica last night too so I'm Check just out thinking.
0: The Expanse The Expanse
1: I have it I haven't started it
0: yet Okay All right okay my my uh Dark Seduction is done then so
1: Yeah 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 between uh, you and uh, some other people I'm I'm deep into it so We'll see. Uh, Folks, if you want to find out more about me, you can go over to... uh, You can always find me on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A. And I do leave the underscores in there just to piss people off, some say. (laughs) Um, If you want to find out links to other things that I might be doing, you can go over to about.me forward slash Kevin Alder. And that's with two L's. Mike has the two E's. I have the two L's. So... We're la la di to there together or something. Anyway, folks, if you want to find out more about the show, go over to geekiestshowever.com. dot com. Reviews and iTunes are always welcome. And folks, we thank you for downloading, and listening to the show this week. We hope you've enjoyed it. Please send us feedback if you've got any questions or know a topic you'd like us to discuss. We'd love to have it. So thank you for down. Once again, thank you for downloading and listening to the show. And please remember, if you do nothing else between now and next week, don't forget to hug a geek. Let's talk Apple. Apple. We play all your favorite favorite hits hits. with no commercials. commercials. 24-7 music even Even the boss can can enjoy. enjoy. Okay, host Bart Buchatz doesn't play the hits or really any music. What he does do is give you the monthly wrap-up of what's going on in the Apple ecosphere along with great guests with different opinions. You can get the news anywhere. But Let's Talk Apple will tell you what it means. Find it in iTunes, StoplightNetwork.com, or at Let's Talk.ie domains.